as they say, it's not a shack. It's not a shack. It's not a tumor. Good people who have traveled from villages near and far, lend me your ears. Hello? Hello? Anybody home? What's up, Miss Tasty? What's up, what's up? Hi there, nice to see you. Bumblebee tuna? Bumblebee tuna! Hello, West Man Tooth. Hello, evening news team. You are now listening to another edition of the Nothing But Real Reviews and More podcast. Welcome to the Goody Room. But their ability to open is f***ing heroic. And now, with your permission, I'm going to do my stuff. What are you going to do? I'm going to do the best I can. Thank you for listening, everybody. This is another edition of Nothing But Real Reviews and More. I am your host, Mike Lucas. Joining me is Matt McNeil. Ooh, I get to be first today. Yeah. Well, Link is Brent's like giving me this weird look. He's trying to quietly open a package <laughs> that could wait until after the show. <laughs> I had like two hours open anymore, but I didn't, you know? I had no I'll idea. Oh, wait. <laughs> I just look over into the corner and he's got this like cheeky grin and he's like like shrugging and I'm like, he's like should I do it? Yeah. <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, Brent, say hi. Hi. Uh, Aaron Kronigan. Hello. Uh, John Lucas. Hello. All right. That is our cast for today. We have an excellent episode for you guys. We have a review of the long-awaited film, uh, Star Wars, or I'm sorry, Rogue One, A Star Wars Star Story. Star Wars, Rogue One, A Star Wars Story by Star Wars, Disney, Star Wars. <laughs> Couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> Although, of any n- Disney-fied movie, I think this has the least amount of Disney-fied. Vacation in it. Uh, vacation. I disagree. I no. I, I I kind of agree with my like this and the first pirates are like the least Disney Disney movies. Okay, what were you? What were you not saying over there? Oh, I was just gonna say I think uh, I think this has the least amount of George Lucas, and I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, man. You know what I don't Sometimes. get about Star Wars people. Is you bag on George Lucas so much, but without George Lucas, none of it would have happened because he did the original three, well, which are the best three. Yes, but he, George Lucas—he also ruined it. Yes, but the only one he did that not George, direct. No, he, did the, he didn't. He, he directed A New Hope, but yes. he did not direct the other two. Mm-hmm. And, and then he, he didn't even write to. Okay, he didn't so write the screenplay uh, for the other two either. A New Hope is the third best one. <laughs> <laughs> a New Hope is the third best. Uh, one. I'd say it's probably the second best one. Anyways, we're not going to get into that nerd argument. <laughs> well, why not? I mean, we have time. I mean, we're going to get into it anyway. Yeah, I think fourth best one. <laughs> fourth best one. Now, maybe. Uh, yes, so we have uh, the a great episode for you guys. We're going to get into just a review of Star Wars Rogue One because we have uh, a large following uh, that enjoys the Star Wars uh, galaxy. And our last Star Wars episode was Epic. Yeah, Some it of went us like loved an it. hour and a half. I, and I don't, I don't think there's going to be dude. as much fighting in I, this one. There won't be. There <laughs> will. I can guarantee it. Also, because that one was the first Star Wars to be released in like 40 years. True. Mm. The first real Star Wars to be released mm. in like 40 <laughs> they're, years. They're all real. They just sucked. Yeah, I know, but you get what I'm saying. <laughs> Uh, so I still don't count the prequels as canon. They, just, they yeah. are. I'm, I'm really hoping that Disney's gonna come back with the you know the canon acts. Just 
just kill them from just just cut out the just yeah episodes just, just, one through three. Yeah. Just, they're gone. What did they do? They said anything outside of the Star Wars expanded universe. Yeah, they took like right. all the books and stuff and said, "Nah, it's not canon anymore." But then they kind of changed their mind because they put Grand Admiral Thrawn in Rebels, which I've been meaning to get around to watch. I hear that TV show is really good, but I haven't watched it yet. Uh, but he, <laughs> all right. So he there was like a there was like a trilogy of books that focused on this dude, Grand Admiral Thrawn, and then Disney said, "No, he's not canon anymore." And then everybody was really upset, so they put him in the TV show. Okay, so what about really what about Jar Jar? Who? My boy Jar Jar. <laughs> uh, you know JJ Binks. Uh, JJ Binks. Of all the people that 2016 could have taken, what? <laughs> Ahmed Best is still here. Wow, rude. Wow. He was yeah. just doing he his job. He didn't invent that character. Yeah, no, that's true. That's true. George yeah. Lucas is still here. Oh <laughs> my god. <laughs> well, we're all going to hell. Mostly Matt, though. Um. Rogue One, a Star Wars story, uh, came out earlier this film, debuted... Uh, <laughs> earlier this film? <laughs> what the earlier was? this year. Early, well, what did I say? It came out... Also, that's not even true. December 2017. 2016. Man, so it came out yeah. late last year. <laughs> hey, do y'all want to lead this show or do you want me to? <laughs> it's more fun to make fun of you as you say, screw up. At this point, I think y'all could probably do a better job than me. This is ridiculous. Uh... Came out late last year, uh, <laughs> PG-13 film. Uh, the Rebel Alliance makes a risky move to steal the plans for the Death Star, setting up the epic saga to follow. Uh, directed by Gareth Edwards, and it has a host of writing credits. Uh, Chris Wheats, Tony Gilroy, John Kroll, Gary Witta, and um, just mainly because of characters based on George Lucas, which I'm sure he still had a hand in all of this together. No? Nope. Really? George Lucas has no say yep. anymore since he sold. Oh, because he's a Disney guy now. He still gets a, he still apparently Disney lets him have a little bit of say with the Well, the he episodes, can he can but not provide these. his suggestions, yeah. but they won't they don't have to listen right. to him. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Uh the movie stars uh and I say stars because is Diego Luna really a star? <laughs> <laughs> uh Diego Luna, uh, Felicity Jones, Alan Wait, is he the highest build? Do no. Luna was? Well, it's it's first build only on uh, IMDb okay. now. So, but I'm probably he would be. No, I'm sure Felicity Jones is. I'm sure she got the most money. Okay. What about Donnie Yen? What do you think he he's? He was. I read an article. They actually were. It was between Jet Li and Donnie Yen, but the director. And producers were pushing for Donnie Yen because he was significantly cheaper than Jet Li. Really? Yeah. I'm also very glad that it was Donnie Yen over Jet Li because I th think Jet Li's kind of overrated. I was yeah. just going to say that same thing. High five. Diego Luna, Alan Tudyk, uh, Donnie Yen, uh, Ben Mendelsohn, Forrest Whitaker, Riz Ahmed. What was the other guy's name? Which other guy? You say Riz Ahmed was the... Why couldn't oh, no. taken? What was his He's name? He's talking about the guy that played Jar Jar. Jar, Jar. Yeah. Ahmed Best. Ahmed Best. See, I knew it was similar, but I just couldn't. It's not. <laughs> Ahmed. <laughs> okay. Literally half of their name is the same. All right. Uh, what? Jimmy Smith's. I wasn't really listening. Mads so. Michelson. A lot of the old Star Wars people are playing new Star Wars, or same characters in the Star Wars film. Right? What? What? A lot of old Star Wars characters are in this film as well. Well, oh. you, like the guy that played 
Bale Organa. He's back from the from the prequels. prequels. Uh, right. The the lady who Mon played Mothma. Mon Mothma. She yep. was in deleted scene from episode three. Uh, nobody cares about those two. James Earl Jones is back as the voice of a certain Dark Lord of the Sith. Darth Vader. Darth Maul's yeah, back. Darth Maul's <laughs> back. Uh, yes. Still bitter about that. They could have done so much with Darth Maul. They did in the Clone Wars series. The That's TV true. Show. That's true. It, it wasn't any better, but it wasn't any better. Uh, okay, so let's. I mean, I think we we got enough about who's in the film. The film is currently sitting at eighty five percent certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes, giving it a seven point four. <laughs> And bless you, 89% uh, from the audience giving it a 8.6. So, where did, where, where to kick things off in this grand old, this grand old Star Probably Wars story? Probably first initial primary thoughts. Uh, <laughs> yes. Let's, let's do this. Um, first initial primary thoughts. Um, McNeil. <laughs> oh, you want me to kick it off? Oh, this Abs- is going to be about two hours. Absolutely. I really like it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Aaron, what do I like it a lot? Aaron is uh, sneezing out his entire brain right now. Yeah. So I'll go. <laughs> uh, go ahead. I also really liked it. He likes it. <laughs> he likes okay. it a lot. Um, I will go then. I also, also really like this, but it had flaws. Aaron. I agree. It did have flaws. Surprisingly, I liked this movie. Whoa! Yeah. Oh my god! This this saying. movie felt so much more a part of the Star Wars universe. So much more than better. Episode when, Seven. When Aaron first texted me after he had watched it and told me that he actually liked it, I was like, "You did you get body snatched?" Like, no, 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 no. Because I mean, there's so many more reasons, and we'll get into them. But this, the trilogy was terrible and episode seven felt more a part of that it felt shiny and new and too giddy and just silly wait which trilogy are you talking about the four five uh one two three sorry okay and episode seven felt kind of like that whereas like too shiny too clean too fun too childish sure this felt like four five and six sure okay uh, well, it takes place right before four, so it should feel well, like. I sure know what it feels like. Well, right. No, but, I know what he's saying, yeah. but, but I mean, technically, but episode seven took place after four, five, and six, and didn't yeah, feel like it belonged. Different people, different time. Well, yeah, but even to that, like three, technically took place right before four, five, and six. Not really. Right it took before. place twenty years before episode. You four. get what I'm saying, though, and it sucks. Also, yeah. Not this doesn't take away from the movie, but basically, this movie. They're trying to, like, it's a two-hour movie to say... Hang on, hang on, hang on. It's not that statement. I want to get into that. I want to get into that like, right after your first thoughts. Okay. Uh, Brent, what are your first thoughts? I I guess I liked it. I didn't like it a lot, like some people, but... Okay. I like it a lot. <laughs> but it was... Watchable. <laughs> wow. Watchable, Brent No, says. I mean, it's above watchable. That was just kind of yeah. a joke. But, I mean, like, like it, there are flaws. Yeah, I think we will get into them thoroughly. Um... So this film, and we just want to say that we will spoil the heck out of this. So if you are listening and have not seen the film, uh, wait. What are you doing? Go see it. It's been out for a little over two weeks now. So it's on you guys. Yep. So just stop now. Come back to it. You do your thing. Um. So the storyline of this (laughs) film. (laughs) Yes. Now can I say my little tidbit? Go ahead. ahead. So. 
People have been talking about for 30 years how ridiculous it is that the Death Star has this gigantic flaw that just blows up with one shot. And they're like, man, we gotta make a movie to explain why this Death Star <laughs> no, has no, they don't super have, weakness. They thought, we have the opportunity to make a movie and make money off of said movie to explain <laughs> this weakness. I mean... But this movie, I don't want to just degrade it to a two-hour right. explanation for a great flaw. It's a good movie. Right. And it. that being said, it's a puzzle piece that fits so well. Yeah. Oh yes, and it it connects so many loose ends that like like the Death Star like the hole in it where you're just like this is the dumbest thing ever they would never make this happen but no it it ties up a lot of loose ends and it does it well for the most part. Um, I love how you look me right in the eyes <laughs> when you said that because I right in the optical. Well, I remember, <laughs> <laughs> and I I looked at him and I said. Uh, moving on. Uh, <laughs> Just throw you I, off your I game, went sorry. and saw this with Matt, and right after the first time I saw it, I was like, that's a pretty effing good movie. And he was like a step higher than me, thinking like, that was a pretty effing effing good movie. <laughs> and then I saw it again, and I was like, that wasn't as good. Because I realized some of the stupid things that they did in this movie. Well, it was still really good. But I mean, I, it's not episode seven i also saw it a second time and yeah. even even and, and i and i waited like a week i waited a week in between right. showings because i wanted to give myself time to digest it and go in with a fresh fresh right. mind and even seeing it the second time it's like yeah it's not perfect but there are only like two movies ever that are perfect uh and it's the godfather and empire strikes back uh <laughs> too long too boring not enough movies <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but it's still, according to Bruce Campbell, that's, it's yeah. still a pretty effing good movie. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, so where do you guys want to go first? Do you want to talk about the story? Sure. Let's okay. start there. Story makes sense, although it has the inherent lack of making you give an S about anyone. Well, yes and no. I mean, there there are likable characters in the movie. I think likable is different than giving a care about people. <laughs> but, but I should see, care. But, I don't but, give but a when care I, about them. But when I but when I like characters, I tend to care about them. I agree, but there were many likable characters. Most of them I don't care that they weren't developed because a lot of them didn't need to be. But the main three uh, just two. the two. Uh what's her Felicity, name? Jan, Felicity Jones and uh Jen Ursa and, yeah. and, and Cassian. Cassian. I didn't Really, they weren't even very likable, and I didn't care what happened to them. Well, right. Yeah, but I mean, I get it. I don't know. I, 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 I kind of. Felicity Jones did okay. Uh, I think. Well, I think we're not talking about acting. Well, no, 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 no. But I mean, okay. like, like, well, we kind of are because they have to act a certain way in order to make us care about their character. Sure. Um, but and with Felicity, with Felicity Jones, the the character of Jen Urso, um. At first, like the first time I saw it, I was like, "Yeah, she's kind of bland." The second time I saw it, I liked her a little more. Uh, Cassian, I didn't like him either time, but I don't think you're supposed to. Uh, because well, you're supposed to not at first, but you're supposed to eventually like him. That's how it seemed like it was supposed to be, but I just never really did. Right? Because yeah, they show the scene where he shoots the guy in the back. You're like, "Oh, this guy's a Jerk horrible face. person. He's a well." And that's the thing I did not like about him is he's he's presented as this as this guy that is, does maybe not 
always do the right thing to get the job done. And then at the most crucial moment, he has a complete character flip. And going into spoilers, he does not shoot Jyn Ursa's dad. Right. He has... All he knows is that that's a bad guy in charge of developing this super weapon. And he has a change of heart. That's completely out of character. Right. So th- the thing that, like, we talked about this before is his character arc doesn't make any gosh darn sense. For the, and they do it just for the simple fact so you care about him, I feel like, you know? That is one of the only characters in the movie that felt too Disney, where Disney will just force this morality into a character just to to have, have it there? Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I kind of get what they were going for, and, and we had this conversation after you had seen oh, the movie. I, I, I get uh, what they were going for. Because, like, he, he, he's sitting there, and he's he's ready to pull the trigger, and he watches the confrontation between uh, Galen and Krennic, and he kind of, I don't know, it's kind of contextual, but he kind of sees that, like, he's standing against the Empire, so he doesn't pull the trigger. And I mean, I get it that it's, it's kind of, like, rushed and hodgepodged, but I'm... I understand why they did it, I guess. I don't know. Okay. Well, what I would have liked is for him to have pulled the trigger because immediately after that, they have him and Generous have the conversation about following orders blindly and just doing what you're told and that doesn't make you any better than a stormtrooper. That conversation would have meant so much more if he had pulled the trigger. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it, yeah, <laughs> and would have allowed that character and that that bond between them to have grown because he's not doing a bad thing if he pulls that trigger. He's doing what he is supposed to be doing as a rebel soldier, killing what they think is the guy responsible for the Death Star. Absolutely, they don't know any better, right? Well, they kind of do. Go on. Uh, at least you know she was Jin Urso was at least trying to make the case for him. Maybe it just took him a little time to digest. Maybe he, you know, went and looked at him, came back a week later, looked at him some more, and then decided not to pull the trigger. I don't know. It was a terrible joke. Uh, I don't. Yeah, I, I don't, don't. I don't even know what just happened <laughs> yeah, there. I don't yeah. either. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Brent, do you have something to say? Uh, well, no. Like I, I agree. Like I, the his arc just doesn't really right. fit. And like some of the other characters, like I get, you can't. You, develop everybody because then it's right. a six seven eight hour movie and which i mean nobody wants that except for mcneil i mean i would have watched no that. i mean i <laughs> i liked i liked all of the characters that they presented they were all pretty okay. self-contained and, and I, I, I some sorry i didn't mean to cut you oh, off you're, you're but fine. like some of the some of the, the things that some of the characters do make sense like uh jen Arso's character you know it makes sense what she's doing uh Cassian, whatever his name is, makes sense what he he's doing. Even Donnie Yen and the other guy, it makes sense what they're doing because you know he's one with the Force and the Force is with him. And the other guy just <laughs> the other guy is just you know follows him. You know he's his yeah. best friend, so he's gonna do whatever he does. But like the Empire, the imp- Empire pilot that the defector defected. defected. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Riz why Ahmed. they never said why he really did it besides. Hey, you know, he told him to. Yeah. Well, I, I, they they kind of explained it a little bit. He was friends with Jin Erso's dad, and when he when when he came to him and said, "Hey, this is what's happening. I need you to take this and give it to the rebellion." They did not explain that. No, a but enough. it does not need that much explanation. Just because you're part of the Empire does not mean you're all for everything that they're doing. 
There were that's that's like saying that every German was no, for no. the Nazi. I get agenda. what you're saying, but they it don't. It doesn't make sense to say that. I I get that, but it it doesn't really show what he was against. Like right, as much as you bag on Episode Seven, Finn, when they show him as a stormtrooper, right. they kind of show his progression of. Obviously, right. he's a main character, so he's going to have more progression. But they kind of show that he's like, oh, he just can't stand this, what's right. going on, and he hates right. it. But with this movie, I like the fact that they didn't need to go into that because we have we know what the Empire is about. This character, who knows? He was wrestling with the, this decision for how long before this, and now that they're developing a planet killer that could destroy thousands and thousands of lives at a time that's maybe he was for the empire spreading and being powerful and creating some sort of order but now he's against the way they're doing it well right to what you just said but you said who knows well the director should know and if you're gonna have your main what hang on if you're gonna have one of your main characters be part of the story don't have him be a fancy set of like a, a i don't know what you call it where they're just in the scenes for the sake of them being in the scenes. If he's just here to deliver this message, boom, do your part, remove him from the film. But Riz Ahmed is a good enough actor to where he can have a part and you can have him have this character arc and give a crap about why he's doing this. That's why I want him to have this background. But it's more impactful if he doesn't have the background, because then you can fill it in with whatever reasons you feel like. It, it should go without saying. I mean... You're never well, going to find people yeah, that support their administration, yada, 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 things like that. Go sorry, on. I didn't mean to ta- start you're talking. Good, good. But, like, no, obviously, it's a given. Like, obviously, he's not liking what the Empire is doing. Right. But, you don't know, maybe he just got paid off, but, you know, something like that, you know? But at the same time, like, the, the characters that we're following, they don't know why he defected either. They don't care. The The only thing that matters is that he defected and he has something to give And many of them don't to. like him. <laughs> I'm sure that they they care a lot of why he defected. They, they At one point, they say, could this be a trap? Like, you know what I mean? Like It's a trap. Yeah, Admiral Akbar over there. <laughs> well, uh, but, I mean, that Forrest Whitaker says that, and he wasn't actually part of the rebellion. He was an extremist, well, yeah, not true. part of the alliance. But you get what I'm saying. Like, if he's having these thoughts... Why? Why isn't anyone in the re- the Republic having these thoughts as well? It's a secondary thought. The message that he's delivering is more important. That could very well be a trap, and they know that. They understand that it could be, but the chance that they have to take to to right. do what they some, need to do. Some rebellions are built on hope. Well, I no, get it. it. It's a it's a story <laughs> device, Mike. It's a story device that adds risk to the overall plot. Sure. Because they don't know if it's a trap. They don't know if they can trust it, but they have to because they have no other choice. Because hope is what leads a rebe- I well, get and it. No, and think of this, though. I, <laughs> they do say hope a lot in this movie. They do. It's like, although, about bad exhibition. Exhibition? <laughs> Ex- Whoa. They're, they're going one-on-one. Yeah. yeah. But it Exposition. doesn't count. <laughs> uh, Exposition. They, they, they don't do it as much in this film. No. And when they do, awesome. you yeah. kind of notice, but you're like, and, yeah, it makes yeah, sense like that that's something that. somebody yeah. might say. It's not like uh, every character of Episode Seven running around telling you word for that word what they're, what they're about to do. Yeah, but <laughs> I'm gonna go I, do the, this. The thing okay. about these characters, though, is that everybody—not everybody—I hear a lot of talk about. Oh, they're not developed. Blah blah blah. Because they're not. They're not. But a lot of these characters don't need to Absolutely. be. And if they did get into it, Absolutely. it would be such a mess. Absolutely. Um. The. One thing I want to say about this, though. Donnie Yen, spoiler alert, 
Donnie Yen's death scene, I was like, damn, this could have been one of the best death scenes I have ever seen. It was. I did not give a damn about Donnie Yen. I'm right there with you. And if he had been developed just a hair about why he was doing what he was doing, I would have cared so much more. The thing with Donnie Yen's character is, yeah, he wasn't as developed, but I get why he was doing it. Okay. He well, really didn't have anything to right. do, I and mean, the force like, is with him. His background and like, <laughs> well, okay, so and he is one with the force. They, they, right. they, they, they explain uh, what they're all about. Like the first time we meet him uh, when he's talking to Jin about her uh, necklace, and then yeah. Cassian comes. He's like, "Don't bother with him." Blah blah blah. But they they were guardians of that old Jedi temple there. Yeah. Uh, before the Empire came in and took over with everything. The so Kaba they, crystals. Yeah. Uh, so, and he's, he just lets the force guide him. Like, it's just, it's where he goes, where the force tells him to go. And that's, the, that's all you need to know. And the, the relationship between him and I can't remember the other guy's name. Cause he didn't have a name because I don't know if they ever said Baze, it. Baze, I think was his name. If, like I, if, I, or twice, if I remember yeah. right. Uh, but their, their relationship I think was one of the best in the entire movie. Uh, because we go from, uh, when, when they're all locked up in that jail cell, uh, and Donnie Yen is praying and Baze is kind of making fun of him for it. And uh, Donnie Yen was like, blah, blah, blah. Baze was like the most devoted guardian of everybody before all this went down. And then when you see Donnie Yen die and Baze is at there at his side and he starts doing the prayer like that, that was really good. I don't know. That was I, really good. I think they did have the best character relationship only for the simple fact that everyone else has sucked. Well, I think that honestly, if we devoted any more character development to these side characters, it would be borderline taking away from the already underdeveloped main characters. Well, right, which is a big flaw in itself. But yes, yes, but I don't know that, like Johnny's saying, we we already don't get enough of the main characters. I don't know that there's enough time to devote to these side characters to make us care properly. Right. No, 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 I get that. And and the thing is, you don't need to know what these side characters' emotions, because that's what they are. Side characters, they help move the plot, they make you care just a little bit. Right, right, right. I know, I know. But I I didn't care a little bit. But that, I did. that was that was just my main point is though like Donnie Yen has an amazing death scene and I was like it was damn epic to see but I felt nothing for right, it right exactly <laughs> that's that's my only flaw so that's where I feel like we needed this character progression I did but that's just me yeah that's yeah. fine yeah everybody, I, I, I kind of felt the same way about the main characters too at the end though yeah. it's like meh. like I mean, they did their part they played their part yeah. I hate how they forced this love story. God, I know. Like, just make them have a mutual respect for each other. I, well, little, and then, little I think that's what it was. There wasn't, the explosion. No, wasn't, they forced I don't, the no, Disney I don't love think story. That, I don't think they had a love story thing I going on. Did not, I didn't get pick that. Pick up on a love story. It, did you not see how they were looking at each other? Well, no. I saw them, like, give each the, other a hug as they were watching that big wave of death come at them. In, in all Which, fairness... Well, if there's a big wave of death coming at me and you, I'm not gonna hug you. I might hug you. Fred's <laughs> <laughs> like, no, get away! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in all fairness, we may just be conditioned to pick that out and fill in the blanks ourselves when it comes to those kind of, you know, cliched Loves. mutual respect yeah. things. But to me, it really felt like they were forcing a love interest. Well, which which is very interesting because do you think that we have been conditioned as an audience in cinema where if it's a male and a female heroine or hero and heroine, they have to fall in love at the end of the film. Probably. No, because... 
yes, we might be conditioned for that, well, but right, I was really hoping not to see it happen, and well, it did. And I, I, I'm with Mike. I didn't pick up on it at all. I didn't. I, it didn't feel like they were cr- trying to put in any kind of love aspect right. in it at all. Well, because and there's there's literally nothing leading up to it. Well, which is also the same story I, about all of their character progression. So they could have been just giving us all the signs, <laughs> and we—they're like, you know, it just wasn't. I think there to communicate. were signs though, because like even when they're arguing about stuff, you know, obviously there's going to be tension when subtle you're, winks. Yeah, obviously there's going to be <laughs> tension when you argue with somebody, but there was slight sexual tension between them. I didn't I get didn't that. Didn't really feel that. I don't know. Did you guys? You guys are just dense. <laughs> Really? You you no. I think I think maybe you really? I think maybe I was, you three are reading too much into no, it. No, I was cuz I didn't want it to it's be. Cuz I was desperate for character development. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Give me something or any I I know Felicity Jones can act, but man, she was wooden in this movie. Well, and and I think that maybe this might have something to do with the reshoots because if you look like I went back there was a lot that were in those first three trailers that didn't make it into the movie so I'm kind of wondering what was left out I want to talk about I don't care what was left out I care about what was in the movie and it was she felt uninterested in all of it well not all of it Mabes um I do one sorry to cut you off the one moment where she showed anything resembling an emotion they just didn't take their time with and that was the relationship with Forrest Whitaker's character who was wasted just so yeah, underused he, sh- he should have why? been more like there was that why that that probably makes it why I'm just like this movie's not <laughs> I don't you guys think this movie's yeah. great and I'm just like meh it's you know it's I, okay uh, Mike, Disney was, Mike and I were talking about that and he's like yeah Forrest Whitaker was only in it for 10 minutes and get ready to bleep this but my reply was yeah but he acted their shit out of those 10 minutes like that was <laughs> he fantastic was, he was that, really really good in the movie that might have been the one character I kind of cared about dying but the the <laughs> yeah. uh, the whole I, I don't know I think the relationship with Jen and her dad was pretty good um, because you have that when she's watching his hologram message like she needs to work on her cry face a little bit but like I, I got it oh you mean her acting no <laughs> well just that one one aspect of her acting because she is a good actress I know she is, but th- she was just... I didn't get anything from this performance. Yeah. I mean, I thought it was just kind of... I the thought, robot had more emotion. Right. I was uh, K2SO is like one of my f- new favorite characters uh, in, in all movies. Of all the Star Wars robots, he's like number four. Yeah, right behind Jar Jar. Uh, That's not a robot. <laughs> if Jar Jar were a robot, he would be like number four. Darth Sith Lord Jar Jar was a robot. Stop. <laughs> Stop. Okay, then he, he's number one, and then then you go with R2, RBB-8. I'm kind of oh, even on those guys. Fudge <laughs> BB-8 in that whole movie. <laughs> K2 was so good because he was the right kind of comedic relief. Mm-hmm. Unlike episode seven where we got Finn acting like Jar Jar Redo, we got good bad. comedic relief. It wasn't that bad. Finn, w- Finn was okay. that bad. <laughs> I, I would give you great. that that uh, K was K two or whatever. Yeah, K two was better than Finn. I'll give you that. No, K K two is like the maybe second or third best character in the whole movie. 
behind behind Darth, Darth Vader, Vader and uh-huh. Tarkin and Forrest Whitaker and Forrest the two Whitaker. guys that were no. for ten minutes that stole the movie. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. no, Ben Ben Mendelsohn was really really good in this ben, movie. I was waiting about to talk about him because he very well developed character. He, gosh. He had he. I don't. You know what? Take this, it away from me because yes. I'm just gonna fumble over my words for the <laughs> I agree. five minutes. Because just that ten minute interaction with him and Vader told us so oh, much about him best. and his, uh, yeah. Yes, they, that's even even the beginning. Uh, the the very first scene with him and Galen uh, when he's coming to take him away to work on the Death Star. That was a really good interaction too. Just man, Ben Mendelsohn needs to be in more movies. He is, but he's never, like, the guy. Well, yeah, no, he needs to be in, like, more lead roles, is what I'm saying. He really, was very good. Really quickly, that first opening scene, though, <laughs> I remember I went to the theaters with Matt, uh-huh. and I, I didn't think about this until the guy next to me said it aloud, but they park their, like, <laughs> forever <laughs> away. Yeah. <laughs> and the guy next to me goes, huh. Couldn't have parked any closer, and I was like <laughs> crying from that because it's like a five-minute walk-up scene where they're just like, well, it has to look intense. Got that, that cape flowing behind uh-huh. him has to look pretty, so yeah, might you, as got, well. you gotta make a grand. Entrance. Gotta give him enough time to send Jenner so away. Can't park on the soybeans, I guess, because they were in the farm. Anyway, that aside, yeah, <laughs> uh, that was a good scene. Yeah, Ben Mendelsohn's great though in this film. Absolutely, he, he didn't steal the show though. Like. It, he just did his part really well. Uh, I, well, no, Vader stole the show. Right. But if, yeah. With with without without that, and we'll we'll talk about that. I'm sure eventually. Yeah. But uh, without had that not been in the movie, then Ben Mendelsohn absolutely would have stole the show. I, I think feel so. like. I wish I would have been in the theater with you when you saw Darth Vader. Oh, dude! Both I, times I picture I saw you it. screaming like a little girl at a, a concert, some Billy Bieber concert. concert. No. <laughs> <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> both, both times, both times I went and saw it in the theaters, I was like giggling. Yeah, dude. Everyone in that theater was just like clapping, <laughs> and even like I'm not that big of a Star Wars film. But I can respect when something is just so badass. Well, because the it's entrance been... was done perfectly. Right, and uh, I was just like, that just oh, keeps, my God. that goes back to how effing good of a director Gareth Edwards is. Which, which I will give him credit. I know I was kind of like, I don't know if he's that good of a director when we watched Godzilla. Dude knows what he's doing. He knows how to set a scene. Especially mm-hmm. visually. The lighting is... right. Was it you oh. that was talking about the lighting with the lightsaber? Yes, that scene, oh. like pitch black. Are we, are we just, just going to talk about that now? That, <laughs> oh, that was by far the best scene in the movie. We're already there, dude. Like, just the red lightsaber with smoke. So, like, you have this red tinge to the entire scene, and just Vader in complete villainy, in complete control. Amazing. Oh yeah, and, that, yeah. that was like the last two minutes. I was like, oh, okay, we're going just full on horror movie with this, and it was so. Good for and the audio over it too. Like you, you hear nothing except the. Yeah. And just, oh, for dude. all the damage that the prequels did to the Vader character, those two minutes helped so much. Oh yeah, so dude, much, so much for real. And I love the first time we see Vader. We don't even see Vader. It's just like the tank emptying. Yeah. And you're like, yep, we know who that is. Yep. And then it's done. It's the less is more. They did the same dang thing with Godzilla, where it's like, we don't need to see what's going on, but we know what's going on. Except in Godzilla, I, I wanted to see more of Godzilla. Well, yeah, I, 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 well, I, but we want to see I, more I of also Vader. Wanted, he, I could have just, if you would have given, given me that, like, two minutes on a loop for two hours, I, it's the best <laughs> movie ever made. 
Star Wars 9.5. <laughs> yeah. Never mind. We'll, we'll talk about that when we, <laughs> when we get to that portion of the show. Um, Gosh, so where do we move on here? Because we were talking about story, uh, which I spun into we... characters, which spun into acting. I kind of want to go back to rewrites. Okay, I would love to do this. Yes. I, I really feel like the movie had a... A lot less direction than what it could have. They, if, if, to me, it felt like they were hopping all over the place. I, at the beginning, in, in the beginning, yes. yeah. But I, I kind of get it because they're like, we we have to go and we like, here's this right. person, here's what they're about. Okay, got it. Good. Now we're gonna go over here. You're here's planting this seeds everywhere well, for the final story for sure. Well, I mean, even like, I, I would have loved to have seen more of Jetta, more of the whatever storm planet they were doing the Kaiba. Oh, the focusing on. What was it Edu? Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Edu, the one that was Edu. all rainy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Edu, stormy planet. Yeah, and like the uh, archipelago planet. Oh yeah, I, okay, I would have loved to have seen Scarif? more of that. Like where the last hour of the movie takes well, place. No, <laughs> what I'm saying is, I would have loved to have seen more, more focus on like specific planets instead of just hopping around. Okay. And... I think this movie may have been better if it wasn't cut short. It, maybe it should have been like a two and a half, two Ooh. hour and 45 minute movie. How long was the film? I, I think, think it was just right over two, two hours. hours. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I would have rather have seen about a two and a half hour film. Right. I mean, if we're trying to bridge the gap between the two and we're trying to lead up to one of the most famous trilogies ever made, take your time and, and set the stage how it needs to be set. Yeah, sure. and even, even for a two hour movie, like this felt really fast. Yeah, it was a very um, fast two hours. That is a bold statement because the first half, the the first forty five minutes of, meander. I will agree. Right, yes. but it, it needed to oh, in absolutely. this instance absolutely. because we have five unknown, more than five, whatever it was, all these unknown characters that you have to give us the briefest of introductions. Sure. sure. To. But we have to know who they are before they're right. all coming together. And they did, to their credit, though they did. Space it out with action pretty well. It was mm-hmm. paced very well. Yeah. I will give it that. Well, but yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. The watching it the second time around, it, it was paced a lot better. But the first time, it seemed to drag on towards the beginning and middle. But but the last half hour, it breaks into a sprint. Well, I think. I mean, I th- I think once once they get to Jetta, once everybody's on Jetta, um things start to pick up. Which one was Jetta? That was the, my favorite scene of any movie in the past year. That was this that was the planet the the where the, the temple Jedi was, temple. the Jedi temple was. Oh, okay. no, nope, wrong you... planet. <laughs> That's not my favorite. You think Which... of Scarif, the final place. No, he's talking about Edu. The rainy place, the, the place. stormy place. Which, okay. I, I, <laughs> the Jetta thing really chaps my butt because <laughs> chaps my butt. <laughs> it it chap it chaps me because they had so much opportunity for great lore world building right there, and they just blow it up. <laughs> but <laughs> and they literally. Just but you don't. You don't need to. You don't need to know more than what they tell you. Like but this I was, wanted to. This was where. This is where they're harvesting all the kyber, uh, kyber crystals because the, that's where the Jedi Temple was. The, the Jedi are all dead. We know why the Jedi are all dead because Darth Vader killed them all. Well, the entire point. <laughs> the entire point of this movie was to add exposition to the already, you know, Star Wars universe, the the seven series thing. Okay, so what you're but, seven, but so. what I'm saying is they missed an opportunity to really enhance. But it doesn't belong in this movie. Well, still, the even space just, wizards don't belong in this movie. Just, this was a war movie. It doesn't have to be. 
include space wizards, but just tidbits of knowledge about the universe of you know the old Jedi culture, the Jedi. Uh, I would have loved to but, have seen. But why? Why scenes. would? Why would show a flashback of Anakin killing the little kids? <laughs> 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 One of the single worst scenes ever made in any movie. It was really bad. See, no, I I don't think this movie needed that because this was about the rebels and the Empire, like. A lot of them haven't even seen a Jedi. They don't. Some of them might not even believe that they're real. Right. right. Yeah. Because like, it's, if it's you a... see the face when at the end with Vader, when they see the the face on these people, some of them are looking like they see something that doesn't really exist. Like, I didn't know you were real. I thought you were the boogeyman. Yeah. Right. Monsters are real. Which, which is very. I never thought about that. That is interesting. Um, because I did get it that like Donnie Yen and Baze, but I can't think of his name. Baze. Okay. Yeah. But what's Donnie Yen's character's name? Oh, uh, Cherik. Yip Man. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yip Man and Baze. I get that they're like guarding this like temple because they think it's like, or it is a religion, but like it's almost myth. Yeah. Not everybody yeah. believes in it. Like yeah. they even go in that with the original series when Han Solo was like, oh, that Hokey religion, well, hokey yeah. religion yeah. stuff. Yeah, match thing. for a good blaster at your side, kid. Wow, I also watched it after I watched this movie. <laughs> I uh, mean, you, you kind of have to. <laughs> um, golly, both of you. I, I went home after the movie and made the wife make me some Death Star waffles, and, <laughs> <laughs> and I watched A New Hope. Man, no, you were uh, kind of, uh, those last couple. Like, there were so many times I thought they were going to cut, and then they didn't. Like, uh, they. Uh, what? What they 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 get the plans beamed up, and I was like, "All right, we're done." And then Darth Vader says, "Get a boarding party," and I was like, "All right, we're done." And then mm-hmm. it goes to the corridor, I, and I was like, "Okay, we're done." And then you hear the breathing, and it's we're done. And then you see the lightsaber, we're done. And it just it wasn't it just kept going, and I was like, "Ah!" Yeah, and he's sitting there blanking in his pants. I nerded. I nerded everywhere. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I nerded everywhere. <laughs> uh. What else do you guys want to talk about? Um, the reason I liked this movie so much. Okay, go ahead. How great it all looked. Absolutely. Visually, one of the best movies I've seen in a long time. And this is the first, even episode seven, people are like, oh, it should win Oscar for special effects. That doesn't even come close oh, to how nerd. good this movie looked. Nah, this nerd. movie did look a lot better than episode seven. And... It- they, sorry, what were you going to say? I was going to say, it made episode seven look like that sleazy B-team B hooker that you'd see on a Wednesday afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. What? What? Well, Johnny's been hanging around the wrong place. <laughs> right. Uh, no. So, basically, the I want to say the start of this type of CG started when Paul Walker died in the Fast and Furious franchise. Oh, you're talking about... That's what I'm doing. Yeah, let's talk about Tarkin. Yeah, so that's when they started doing this. And then in the year and a half or two years, it seems like they've damn near perfected, in my opinion. No. Well, well <laughs> not perfected. It looks because amazing, Because you have it two times here, one with Leia for f- 10 seconds. <laughs> that was awful. Oh, well, God, because I she know. was on screen for 10 seconds, and she did look a lot worse. Looked, it looked but that bad. guy, I told you guys, I didn't know that wasn't, a real person. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I knew the original actor was dead. He for was, Tarkin. He was, yeah, yeah for Tarkin. Well, I thought they Gary. got a similar looking <laughs> guy Too and soon. put makeup on him. And then after the movie, I find out yeah. his CG is like, wow. His, yes, his was really good. 
Uh, yeah, that's what Leia, I'm talking about. No. Yeah. But, and it's it's funny because I've heard nothing but hate about that CG since this movie has come out. Why? I don't know. Everybody, I thought it was really good because, like, like I said, I was leaving. My wife had to tell me that Tarkin wasn't real. I thought it was just like Aaron. It was just a great lookalike. Like, like Leia I knew was terrible. After, after yeah. this movie came out, every schmuck and their dog <laughs> learned the meaning of the term Uncanny Valley, and that's all I've heard for the last two weeks is Uncanny Valley this and Uncanny Valley. What's it Uncanny looked Valley really mean? good. What's Uncanny Valley mean? I've Where never heard that. It looks so close to the real thing that it actually just looks off, and it actually makes it worse to look at. Interesting. Well, that's dumb. You can you yeah. can see it a lot, like when they try and build a uh, humanoid robots or things like those ones that oh, start to well. get they start to get really close to looking realistic, but then every like their movements, just the way they they're kind of creepy. Yeah, they're creepy. Yeah. So uncanny creepy. I didn't though. get that at all with Tarkin. No, 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 no he and and the guy that they did, uh, Guy Henry, the dude who did the voice? mocap and and the voice, mm-hmm. well, I think was fantastic. Oh, for sure. Uh, what about uh, Admiral Akbar's backup? <laughs> His backup, not <laughs> Admiral Akbar. I know. I just want to. Completely, I just completely bring different him up. guy. Yeah, I just want to bring him up. Um. No, doesn't he say something about it being a trap though too? No, no. is it somebody else who says it? Yeah, they, Forrest they, Whitaker says it. Yeah. No, I know he says it, but I, I could have when they're in the, the like the little th- the big yeah. meeting, he's like, it could be a trap yeah, or something yeah. like that. Uh, maybe I don't because yeah. I think Someone they threw something like that in there just because hey, it's the same it's, species. It, it maybe have to... it could be. <laughs> they're all just wary of everything. <laughs> <laughs> they just think everything's a trap. They're, they're hey, very there's cautious. There's free pizza in the conference room. It's a trap. They're very cautious people. Um. No, but uh, aside from just the the Tarkin whatever CG, I, what is his name? Tarkin or Tarkinton? Tarkin. Fran Tarkinton. <laughs> See, Aaron said it pre-show, and I was, I had a Tarkinton in my uh, brain. Uh, no, the space battles. Oh, it was dude, so good. Half of, the time you did not know what was CGI and what was like yeah. real models, like miniatures. Yeah. Well, yeah. even. Some of the CGI with some of the other actors as well, because like Red Leader and Gold Leader, or whatever that was. That our... well, that wasn't CG. That was unused footage from A New Hope that they just well, put in. Well, they cleaned it up then. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because they... <laughs> I mean, it didn't look seventies. No, no but, A New Hope. But, but wait, the... yeah, yeah, A New Hope. Yeah, yeah, wow, yeah. okay. But they, it was it was real people. They yeah, just, they well, just touched it up a little interesting. bit. Interesting. Wow, interesting. But no, the, like the the. Hammerhead Corvette scene when they had the two that was really good. Where he pushes a star destroyer into the other star yeah. destroyer. See, like, that makes me wonder though. Amazing. Would it have enough force yeah, in like, those engines to push that massive of an object? That's what I started. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's space. Once you get it going, we still got to have <laughs> enough force to actually overcome. Initially, it. yes. Yeah. I mean, I, was, I mean, it pushed it hard enough to destroy it's a Corvette. The it's a, a, the original American oh, muscle yeah. car. <laughs> <laughs> right. They got a V8. Have, in have you seen One Crazy Summer? For Christ's sake. Oh, gosh. They have a Corvette engine oh, in the boat, God. and that's how they went. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you touch my vet. Uh, no, but the space battles, yes. And to go back to my actual favorite scene from whatever planet it was, I still Scary. don't remember. Oh, the Edu. stormy Not planet. You do. That was one of the best looking scenes. With in the, the movie, with the, with the dog it, fight you're talking about, where there's just the yeah, the X wings flying through, uh, yeah. like supporting the Y wing to come bomb yeah. that station. And then just the way it looked, Donnie Yen shoots a Tie fighter out of the sky. He did do that. That was really <laughs> cool. <laughs> Blind man. Oh, uh, I was gonna say something about that exposition where they make sure you know he's blind. When like they put the five times. but that that was well, funny though. When well, they put the bag over, say, yeah. oh, for seriously, I'm blind. I yeah, thought that really? was funny. Yeah. 
But a... I mean, they, they it was kind of overkill. Eh. I, I thought. I didn't feel like it was overkill. No? no, and I didn't feel like it was. I didn't feel like it was there to say, "Hey, remember this guy's blind." I thought it was just a funny line, yeah, and it fit his character. Well, no, that one I thought, but like they did, it, they had like four lines back to back to back. I felt like none of it was clunky. It seemed real seamless to All me right. when they did add well, Maybe, maybe it's just me. No, the the only piece of exposition that that stood out to me is like, oh, is when they're doing that final space battle and they There's shoot the ion cool. cannons at the star destroyer and the mon calamari dude is like, that star destroyer is disabled. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yes, we just saw that. <laughs> we get it. Thank you. <laughs> Well, he was announcing to the troops that were inside yeah. the ships away yeah. from windows and the free away from the windows. <laughs> the free Duh. Omnipotent camera. Johnny, I believe in space they're called portholes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this guy. Sorry. Uh, there, there were some uh, like little lines though that I don't know fan service lines that weren't horrible, like in episode but the, seven. But the fan service was few and far between. That's what I'm saying. They yeah. they weren't as horrible and like and it was ones that made sense. Like, oh, like who are you gonna give it to? Do you have somebody you can trust? Uh, with my life, obviously he's talking about Princess Leia. Yeah. When Luke, Luke, oh. not Luke. <laughs> Sorry. Or that old Jedi friend of yours. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. Obi Wan. Yeah. That's Luke. <laughs> <laughs> I did like when uh Jimmy Smith was like, I'm gonna go back to Alderon. When I oh, saw when I saw this with Mike, God. I just I started laughing. <laughs> <laughs> laughing out loud. And I'm like, I hate you. This isn't even this you're an idiot. <laughs> um let's let's talk about the last portion of the film. We have a little bit of time in the episode left, but the last portion of the film on Scarif, right? Mm-hmm. It that is when it truly becomes a war film. It is literally like fighting in trenches. Yes, and, and you have the space battle happening at the same time. The ground fight, whatever mm-hmm. war is happening, mm-hmm. and the fact that it takes place on this fantastic, great-looking like vacation beach yeah. completely contradicts what's happening in the movie. Yeah. And I think that helped. It was yeah the a last great half hour half of the film was exceptional and then we get a stupid stupid piece uh when diego luna as cassian does not fall to his death (laughs) oh i groaned yeah i think we all did i don't know matt did you uh i mean i kind of like i thought that he was just dead because you see his head like bounce off that thing and i I was like okay he's dead i groaned when i that's fine that we were led to believe he's dead but have him just be dead right <laughs> that's I, a, yeah, I and the fact that ben mendelson's character just sits there with a gun pointed at her talking until diego luna can come up and save the day and kill him that's yeah. that's the old villain though they always have a monologue no, that's the disney <laughs> it's yeah. an all villain movie Dude, james say, bond like, villains always have monologues <laughs> well, it's it's scar from the really Lion King. well that's disney yeah i know that's what i'm saying <laughs> i mean it, it it wasn't handled as good as it probably could have been but with everything else that's happening at the same time, right? I can totally look past it. It doesn't detract from it a whole uh, lot. But I it was still like uh, it I will was have grown worthy. That I can't was look past it. Sorry, that was, but like I still have to give them credit for not cheapening it and having somebody survive somehow. Oh yeah, like the fact that Disney had the balls to kill off the entire cast was was pretty great. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I wonder if I. Don't they, I, I want to know whose decision that was? If that was Disney, because I just imagine Disney just being like, "Oh, we can't kill him. We need to have spinoffs to make more money." <laughs> it's like because that's what Disney does. See, well, and here's the I imagine somebody saying, "Nope, they got to die." 
here's the interesting part, and this might be just me being in, misinformed. I thought this film was going to be about Poe Dameron. Uh, or not, not Poe Dameron. Uh, his father. Why? I thought that's apparently what he did. What? I maybe that's just misinformation, I guess. Yeah, I don't know who told you that. I don't know. What? Okay, so Poe Dameron was the pilot. I know. From... <laughs> that guy's a great pilot. He's a good pilot. And I thought his father really did the pilot. same thing during the Rogue One time. And I was like, I'm waiting for Poe Dameron's dad to be He around. just shows up and saves everybody, just flying yeah. in all greatly because he's I, a great pilot. And yeah, so I never got that. And I was just kind of like, oh. That was okay. <laughs> oh, God, dude. Yeah, I'm not sure who told you that. I just got the dumbest very... visual in my head of Poe Dameron's dad flying around with Poe, little Poe on his lap. <laughs> <laughs> See, See how you do this, son? Uh, Someday you'll be a great pilot. Uh, was... oh, uh, I'm yeah. glad that that was Take the stakes. Try to go ahead and fly it. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, one more thing. We're, we're running a little bit out of time. But one more thing, and I think Aaron brought this up to me. They have different spaceships. In a lot yeah, of these films, I asked that because I don't, I'm not like super nerd into Star Wars and know right. all of the ships. He but had, it's like, did they just invent ships just for this movie that have never been in any previously and won't be in the, you know, four, like because this is Smash between one, two, three, four, five, six. Are you talking about the, the like the U wing? The U wing, and then there were like these special type of Tie Fighters that weren't in there. And the way I see it is that. The the ships we saw in the original ones were mostly in space, right? I mean, maybe they have to have maybe they have specialty ships for different planets, or they were an older model. There's also yeah, things I think. I tried to uh, make stuff up to justify it, like maybe they were, uh, you know, like uh, test models because this is when the war <laughs> is starting, so they have to have their little test models. I don't know. I just suspended my disbelief, <laughs> like. It, it, could have been anything. Could have been like, hey, the war's been going on for a while, so those sh- they only had like a limited number of those ships. Right. And now we're using all the crappy backups. Yeah. That, that configuration works better in atmospheres. Yeah. Could be. <laughs> I just figured they're like concept cars of X wings yeah. X- and TIE X- fighters X- or whatever. <laughs> all right. Uh, anything else you guys want to say about the film? I, think I just love the fact that we got to see AT-ATs again. <laughs> they weren't uh, quite AT-ATs. I know. I, I'm just saying. <laughs> what? What? They They were... Close enough, though. What do you mean, quiet? Not quite AT. They were like a different version of AT. AT. That was the same thing. It's a they just had different AT-AT, heads. Because yeah. well, I had to, I had to look it up after the movie was over. Because oh when, when they when they come in and they fly and they they blow that one up and I'm like, but that armor's too strong for blasters. So I had to go and look it up and I'm like, oh, it's a different. It's not an actual AT. AT. And we he did get to see the uh, movie. Yep. <laughs> That's actually that was my actual thought. I was he like, said, but that armor's too strong for blasters. <laughs> he thinks in Star Wars quotes sometimes. <laughs> I I like how we got and I don't know which planet it was, with the Jedi Temple. Yes. Jedi. How it was more of Jedi uh, Jedi. Yeah, that makes sense. It's kinda silly, but <laughs> Jedi, Jedi, whatever. How it's more like a, a war. Not like a space battle where it's wide open or on the beach where it's wide open. Like it's more like warfare. an urban. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's. And you got like the walkers and the tanks and the troopers and sure. how it feels like those would have been meant to be used. Like the walkers are for close quarters. Yep. Those tanks that we've never seen before. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Also, you get to see Donnie Yen beat up a bunch of stormtroopers. And that was really uh, cool. It was cool. But the whole time I'm thinking like. These guys have really big, thick armor. One hit with a stick is not going to knock them out. He's got the force behind him, dude. What yeah, but ever. have you ever noticed, like, they'll get shot in the shoulder and they die. But 
but uh, they're still getting shot at least. Like this guy's knocking them on the head with a. They've got helmets on, and they're all just laying there afterwards. But no, I think what you were gonna say is having a helmet on doesn't protect you completely from. Wasn't Ben Mendelsohn's character shot in the shoulder in the very beginning of the film? Yeah, and he was like twice at the beginning and the end. (laughs) Yeah, right. He's like, ah, I'm okay. I don't know. Yeah, he didn't really even react much. He just went like that. Well, stormtroopers and the stormtroopers die. They're Mm. they're made of paper. Oh, why didn't the stormtroopers talk? I was. Some of them do. Yeah, those were like the death troopers or whatever. The the ones in black that made weird noises. Yeah. I don't know what they were. Uh, they might be droids. Um. The, like, oh Jesus! Not well, because to, to the, bridge the gap. Well, these no, are not in the, the, in the, in the expanded for. in the expanded universe, there are these things called dark troopers that were they were droids and they were anyway. But this might be like a version of that to be like we're not as a way of saying we're not completely disregarding the expanded universe. I don't know. Okay, interesting, interesting. Um, let's get to rating it. Um, I know, and I, I will kick things off unless you guys have anything else to say about no, the film. Go ahead. Um. I'm going to go ahead and give this film a solid, and I say solid because I want to give it a higher score, but I don't want to at the same time. I'm going to give it an 8. An 8? An 8. Uh, I think it was very well done, um, and, I, and I liked it. So that's all i got to say about that. That's all i got to say about <laughs> that. All right, mm-hmm. Brent, bring it down before we I I, I think I am going to give this the lowest score. Um. Like I said, there were moments. I just, I don't know. Like, I didn't get into it as much as, like, it's, I would say it's the fourth best Star Wars movie. It's better than the prequels. It's movie-wise, how it was made, it's better than episode seven. But the original trilogy, all three of them, I would say, are better than this movie. I'm going to give it 6.75. Would have been a nine and a half if Jar Jar was in it. Oh, <laughs> man. Oh, come on. Uh,. Let's let's Jar-Jar. save Matt's for last. Um, John, what do you give it? I really want to give it a high number that involves <laughs> a half, but <laughs> oh, <laughs> is, it, is it coming, man? If that's how you feel, <laughs> but I know that there are some flaws in there that I just can't overlook. But you have to factor in entertainment, <laughs> Johnny. Shut up. <laughs> do I'm, the right thing. <laughs> it's gonna get a solid nine in my books. Okay, um, solid. It the audio like and this is this is oh we didn't talk about that the audio it was great John Williams I, didn't do this and it still felt like Star Wars without feeling like th- Star Wars that's what I'm gonna say it's it's one of those movies where I actually noticed the audio and it just evokes so much feeling like the yep. the way the score even the songs that weren't exactly the same like you would hear in a Star Wars mm-hmm. movie mm-hmm. it still just goes with everything mm-hmm. and then yep. the visuals just Absolutely. everything mm-hmm. worked together. I just wish there'd been more character development, more plot development. Yep. That's how I feel, too. Uh, Aaron, what about you? Wait, what did you give it? Eight. Nine. Solid nine, you said. I said yeah. solid eight. Okay. I was talking to John. Jeez, oh. shut up. Why don't you butt out you of this conversation? You looked at me. <laughs> <laughs> you were looking at it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so what do you give it? I, first off, I will say He's that if somebody going. gives it a nine and a half, if maybe somebody in particular that rhymes with Schmatch McNeil <laughs> gave it a nine and a half, I would have a hard time giving him crap about it. With oh. episode seven, it was absurd. I could understand. For me, though, it was good, but it had some big I, time flaws. I, uh, number one, nearly fatal flaws that I don't give a darn about any of the characters. Right. So Not even Ben Mendelsohn. 
No, no, no. I'm talking about the guys we're supposed to feel for when right. something Our bad happens. Oh, okay. over here. Yeah. And uh, I, just I mean, didn't. I got a little teary when K2SO died. Well, well duh, did everybody really? did. No, I didn't. Shut up, dude. <laughs> so, oh, the robot died. Yeah. Okay. Uh, anyways, <laughs> I give it I give it like a seven and a half, which is... No, oh, I, wow. No, you know what? I'll give it a 7.75. 7. I honestly expected you to be in the eights. No, I... It's close enough to an eight. Man, this movie is one of the best looking movies you'll ever see. Just, just round it up to an eight. No. <laughs> no, because score. the you know how I am with my character development, and if you don't give a dang when in, your right. main characters die or get hurt, or yeah. it's just it's hard to love it so much. But I would watch it again. It's a great movie. It should win Oscars for how it, it looks, CGI, effects. special effects, whatever. So 7.75. Maybe Diego Luna will get uh, a Razzie. <laughs> Please. <laughs> uh, a Razzie. Okay. I, I do just want to do one thing. I want to amend mine to 9.25. I just can't. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm sitting here like fighting with myself about this. All I right. want to give it a 9.5, but I can't. I'll just split the difference. Yes. All right, Matt. All right. Um, uh, for, first things first, uh, let me officially amend my score for The Force Awakens. Uh, <laughs> might go ahead and drop that bad boy down to like a 7. <laughs> Four? No, like a four? seven or a seven. Uh, go ahead, go ahead and drop it. Eh, Wait, go if, ahead and drop it down to six point seven five. Go ahead whoa. and drop it down to six point seven five. Can I amend mine then too? Because <laughs> I gave mine a lot higher than I should have after I, thinking. I about think it. we all did. <laughs> and like oh. the thing with Star Wars with Episode Seven, I think I gave it close to an eight, if not an eight. Actually, no, give it a seven. And I think I did because. Seven. After the prequels were so bad, and that movie wasn't nearly as bad, but it was still not that good. Yeah, I think I if I, after seeing it multiple times and thinking about Episode 7 I, and comparing it to my 7.75 for Rogue One, I might give it something like a 4. Whoa. It's that it bad. That bad. Whoa. If, no, it's not that bad. I don't remember what I gave. I want to watch it again. I haven't seen it I don't since. remember what I gave Episode 7, but if I gave Rogue One a 6.75, that's a better movie, so I would probably have to move episode seven down to like a six or a six and a half. You gave episode seven. I don't know why you did this or if I typed it in wrong, but seven point five three. Yeah, no, that that was his actual number. <laughs> did I say five? I know. I think I Everybody did that. To, really I think I did that to piss off Aaron because somebody was people were giving different scores. So I'm like, man, like I think Shane gave it like a seven point nine nine or something stupid. Yep. He, uh, I remember that. Now. I'll move it down a point, then a six point five three. Oh my goodness, six point five. Move mine down to a four, please. <laughs> really? Are we just? Are we, I guess we're doing live. Uh... Well, I mean, watching this movie really shows how glaringly bad Episode Seven was. Right? It's not. It wasn't bad. Okay, so it was just okay. What do you, Matt? What do you? What are you giving? Uh, us? Okay, so like, I've been wrestling with what I was going to give this movie for a long time, basically since the. Since I saw it. So, yeah, since the since, hour since, afterwards. Yeah. Since the first time I saw it, I was wrestling with what I was going to give this movie. And, like, the first the first half of the movie is, like, an 8, and the second half of the movie is, like, a 10. Uh, so I kind of wanted to just go right in the middle and give it a 9, but then Johnny had to give it a 9.25. <laughs> and he will not outdo <laughs> me. he will not top me in a Star Wars score. So go ahead and put 9.5 on that bad I'd boy. I'd like to amend oh, my score, oh please. My <laughs> a bid off for this freaking movie. Uh, 9.51. Uh, really? No, I see your 9.51, 9.52, 9.52, 9.52. It's no, like but, uh, but the it, price is right. He's but I, I, I had even legitimately thought about giving it a 9.5 just because of how amazing the second half of this movie is. Sure. Like, it's infinitely rewatchable and just the the 
10 minutes of screen time that we get with Darth Vader more than makes up for how kind of slow the movie is to get going. Like, I don't even care. Whatever. This movie is fantastic. I cannot wait for it to come out on Blu-ray so I can buy it and watch it, like, every day. Nice. I was like, this this is a true prequel that we should have had, in my opinion. And that's what I told Shane, one of our other reviewers, my brother. I said... Because we kept hearing from these nerds, Matt, that <laughs> Episode Seven was the movie they had to make to get the hype back for Star Wars. No, this is the movie they had to make to get the love back for Star Wars. Yeah. But they also did Disney crap. Disney crap on it. I was going to say Disney hit the heck out of it. Man, what is going on with my words? I, I, I do think, I will say, um, if Gareth Edwards had directed Episode Seven, would you still hate it? It would be well, if it was film. the same outcome. Yes, because I don't care who directed it; yeah. it was crap. But it, it would have been it probably if it been was a less... fundamentally different movie. Okay, I would have liked to see episode seven in this style in this feel. Yeah, maybe um, a little more fun because now let's just all say a prayer that Disney does not Pirates of the Caribbean this. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I am one with the force. The force is with me. Are I am you... one with the force. The force is with me. Are you uh, you trying to say that they shouldn't have Orlando Bloom in there? <laughs> no, they're gonna they're gonna put Orlando Johnny, yeah, gonna put Johnny yeah, Depp in Star Wars. Uh, yeah. Eight point two five for Rogue One. Um, I can't argue with. I, that. I do just want to say one thing. What's up? Shane officially re- or sorry, Aaron officially rated uh, Ernest Saves Christmas higher than Star Wars Episode Seven. <laughs> scared stupid. Uh, Aaron, Ernest scared stupid. Scared. Ernest gets scared. Stupid. Oh yeah, Ernest gets scared. My bad. <laughs> uh, Ernest scared stupid. <laughs> that puts uh, Rogue One, by the way, guys, eleventh on our all-time list. Really? Yeah. Huh. Uh, behind Deadpool, of all things. <laughs> Interesting. McNeil's like, ah, oh, well, I gotta give it a ten now. It's yeah. gonna make it up. Can there. I give it a twenty? <laughs> uh, but it does have some good, the uh, good uh, competition up in there. The only one I would probably disagree with is the Truman Show, having a higher score. Mm, the Show is a good movie. Yeah, I wasn't I even I here know. for that, but I've seen it. What are what are the what are the ten movies that are higher? Uh, Hell or High Water, Shawshank wait, Redemption. Wait, 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 wait. John mentioned before the show he saw Hell or High Water. We can add his, and maybe it'll bump it down a little. Maybe I don't uh, know. What let's his... do this off show. We're we're about an hour and five minutes now. Let's get. Yeah, let the people need to know. Let's end this the point. We can abridge it on Warcraft episode. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Fine. Um. So eight point two five for Rogue One. Uh, next week we have a review, or I'm sorry, next week we have a review of Warcraft. The following week it is my selection, and we are doing. Anyone want to guess? Too uh, late. Stand by me. Twenty-two Jump Street. Oh. Stand by oh, me. I, I'm wow. actually surprised. Wow. Mike. I'm surprised that you picked a good movie. Me too. Me too. <laughs> I thought you was gonna pick Twenty-two Jump Street. <laughs> no, it, it popped up on my my Netflix queue uh, like a month and a half ago. Maybe oh, even longer than have that. Have you not seen this movie? It, is this no, it's, stupid it's movie been a long kids? time. Oh. Yes. Stupid, stupid movie? Yeah, yes, you kidding. heard me. Stupid Wait, movie. Wait, okay, there's a lot of movies with kids. Let's... It's got... go like to go find a corpse in the woods. Oh, God, get out. Yeah. Stupid. You're get fired. Out. Yeah. This will be Johnny's last episode with nothing but real abuse. <laughs> there he goes. He's gone. Johnny um, just hates Will Bye, Johnny. Will <laughs> <laughs> uh, Did you get the slam? Oh, yeah, I got all the slams. Um... So stand by me in two weeks. Uh, it's a 1986 film, uh, about an hour and a half long. Nobody uh, said you could come back in. <laughs> Shut up! I forgot my phone. Uh, Sorry, so, he's leaving again. I hate all of you. As we, we do in this movie yeah. next. <laughs> uh, so watch or listen for Warcraft next week. Uh, check out our website. In the meantime, nothingbutrealreviews.com. We have a lot of extra content on there, which is amazing. 
Your uh, battery's dying on your fire I detector. <laughs> two brand uh, brand new great blogs posting constantly. Matt has two spooky, and Shane has uh, the man corner. Uh, check it out. It's a lot of awesome content. Uh, we will be adding stuff continually. I want to do a video cast like once a week or once every two weeks, maybe even once a month. The last one didn't go so well. No, I'm talking about like something pre-edited, not live, not on this Facebook Live. I'm talking oh, like, okay. Yeah, like like an after the show show. I see. I um, gotcha. A I'd post show. Yeah, a post show. That but, sounds cool. Yeah, but you know, all in good time, I guess. Um, so yeah, check that out. Nothing but realviews.com. Someone in the show. Brent, tell your friends. Let's go. But inconspicuously through the window lady i'm afraid i'm going to have to ask you to leave the store okay that's it where you guys i'm going home game over man game over what are we gonna do now what are we gonna do good night and good luck thanks for listening to another episode of nothing but real reviews and more remember to like us on twitter and facebook and subscribe and rate on itunes You're still here? It's over. Go home. Go.